Hey, this is Christopher Chan, your host of Happy Hour Radio, and I am uh, downtown Seattle at the uh, Olive 8 Hyatt Hotel, and I have the pleasure of actually diving into some French cheeses today with Charles Duke, who is the Managing Director of the French Dairy Board. Hey, Charles, welcome to Happy Hour. Hi, Chris. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about this. Um, I love cheese, and uh, of course, France is uh, best known for some great cheeses. So you have five cheeses here today. Um, you are doing a tour of the Americas right now, and you're here in Seattle promoting French cheese. Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, this is part of a campaign called Cheeses of Europe, Make It Magnifique. And we've had campaigns going on in the U.S. now for the past nine years. Uh, this one is focusing on uh, French cheeses that are, and we try to make them as accessible as possible to the American consumer. We um, like to educate, like to be able to incorporate these cheeses into uh, American recipes and into people's everyday lives. Wow. Okay. So how many cheeses are, are produced in France? France right now has over 1,300 cheeses. 1,300? Yeah. And they all have a, a, a unique name. They all have a unique name. They all come from a specific region. Uh, they're all made in a, in a very unique way. Wow. Well, this is really cool. And this has been happening for obviously centuries. I mean, this is part of the staple, the uh, you know, the French cheeses, the baguette, and of course the wine. Yeah, the French so, paradox. <laughs> that's it. All right. So um, I see some very colorful cheeses here today. I see something uh, creamy and rich, a little bit of blue, and something very, very orange. Tell us about the cheeses you have today. Right. So we, um, I brought over uh, a selection to do a, a, a nice cheese board. You know, you always want to uh, have different textures, different colors, different shapes in order to create the perfect cheese board and impress your guests and really offer them uh, unique flavors and um, something to please everybody. So today we have uh, five cheeses. We're going to start off with a Brilla Saveron, which is a triple creme. So they add 75% butter fat to this cheese to make it really creamy and buttery. So it's called Briat Savarin, and that's named after a gentleman. Exactly, yeah. The 17th century gourmand who said, uh, tell me what you... Tell me what you eat and I'll tell you what you are. <laughs> I like that. And I belong to a fancy food and wine group called La Chende de okay. And uh, Briat Savarin is one of our um, uh, our foundations we have. we promoting the uh, gourmand life, I guess. Yes. Um, so cool. Did you actually bring these little pinwheels too? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're, dress decor. you're dressing up the cheese. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you have five cheeses, one looks, uh, like I said, blue and orange and creamy and and a little firm. Um, how do you uh, how do you approach the cheese? Do you do you have a little? Uh, do you have a method to the madness, or you just like dig right in? Well, there's actually a method. Uh, you want to always start off with the mildest cheese and finish with the with the strongest one, which in this case would be the blue cheese. Mm -hmm. If you started off with the blue cheese, it would uh, cover up your palate and you wouldn't be able to taste any of the uh, milder cheeses. So you, you want to go in a certain order in order to really have the best. Um, pleasurable moment uh, with each cheese. Excellent, and uh, I'm a big fan of the cheeses, um, especially when you're drinking red wine because obviously you've got tannin in the red wine and right. the creaminess uh, works very well. Um, so let's talk about what cheeses did you bring today? All right, so we have the Brie, like I mentioned. Um, that one's very creamy. I think um, you know it goes very well with champagne, for instance, or a very acidic wine to cleanse your palate afterwards because the creaminess really covers up your palate. Then we have a Saint-Nectaire, which is a PDO from the Auvergne region. So that's Protective Denomination Origine, or what do you right. say, PDO, right? PDO, Protective 
designation of origin in English. Uh, in French, it would be AOP, AOP, Appellation d'origine protégée. Appellation d'origine protégée, yes, of course. So after that, we have a Conte, which is a very big cheese. Uh, usually, it's an 88 pound wheel. That's which one's from the, the Jura Mountains, okay, right? Okay, so that's a firm cheese. Right, it's a so firm cheese. So the Bria Severin is very rich and creamy, and so they actually add butterfat to this. Huh? Yes, 75%. Okay. Now, how do they how do they measure that butterfat? I mean, this is a different process. They just they're making the cheese and they take butterfat and just put it right in. Well, usually, you know, you would for skim milk, you would skim the milk. Here, we're 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 keeping the cream, so they're adding cream to it, and so it creates this very buttery, creamy texture, which is what triple cremes are all about. Uh, a double creme would be, let's say, a brie or or a camembert. These are these is a brie type, but with more cream added. I see. And when you're talking about a, a triple cream, what's the proper serving temperature? Do you want this to be right out of the fridge, or um, what's the story? Because I know that in the summer months, it's quite warm. Does this stuff melt? Uh, it oozes, let's say. And they, <laughs> but it is a good idea to take it out of the fridge a couple of hours before you're serving it in order to uh, to have all the aromas and the flavors come out. Right. So the, the, the cheese has to be at a certain temperature to really appreciate all the nuances and the complexity. Exactly. And the, the creamy, rich texture. Um, Wow, it is quite an indulgence. I just had a bite of the uh, Briat Savran. It truly is um, quite delicieux, <laughs> if I can use some French. Um, how is this served? Is this served in a wheel? Does it come in, is there a standard size for this cheese? Yes, this Bria comes, it's, it's a wheel of cheese. It's usually um, around eight inches wide, let's say. Um, and then you would slice it up like a cake. Okay, so fun, and uh, I, I like it. So um, we won't even talk about the calories and all the good stuff because apparently there's really no no uh, no harm in trying some cheese, all in moderation, of course. Yeah. Okay, so we start with the Briat Severin, and then what's next? Then we're going to move into uh, to a trip to a Walsh-Rand cheese called Saint Nectaire. Saint Nectaire. Saint Nectaire is also a, is an AOP um, mm -hmm. or a PDO in, in English. And this is from the Auvergne region, which is central France. It's uh, an ancient volcanic region which has very rich soil, which uh, gives off very rich um, So the grass. cows are there, right? The cows are there, <laughs> and, and all those great nutrients uh, are imparted into the milk, which make for very good cheese. Okay, so the Briat Severin is from where, Burgundy? Uh, Burgundy. Yes, yeah, that's what I thought. And uh, this one is called the Saint-Ecterre, and that's from the middle, they call the Davern? Auvergne. Auvergne. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to try a bite of yeah. the uh, Auvergne uh, cheese, and this is... We actually have two cheeses from Auvergne today. Okay. Yeah. And um, this is uh, this is kind of firm yet creamy and rich. Yeah, let's just remove let's remove that uh, rind. It's a little uh, okay. All right, so you don't want to eat the rind. Some cheeses you can eat the rind. In most cheeses you can eat the rind. Uh -huh. uh, I I advise you to eat the rind. It's uh, there's no harm in that. I think the rind really adds texture and flavor to the cheeses. And when you're cutting the cheeses and serving them, you always want to have a little bit of rind. You want to be able to serve your guests. A piece of cheese that it has all all of the qualities. The rind really brings a lot of flavor and texture to the. You know, when you're serving cheese, sometimes um, you see that you've stored some cheese in a while, and it gets a little. It starts to age in your refrigerator. Um, is there any harm with that? Do you want to uh, sort of slice it to be clean, or is it okay to have some of that? What we call the uh, just the <laughs> the O to V, I guess. The, yeah. 
No, I, I totally think it's fine. I mean, uh, cheese is a product that's alive, that evolves, that grows. So uh, you have it in your fridge, keep it in your... Um, in the uh, little meat, I guess, uh, and right. cheese tray. Okay. Uh, covering it loosely. Uh, when you open it up, if it ages a little bit or it looks a little funky, just remove whatever the sides to serve it, and um, it's fine. I mean, it's totally edible. It's something that um, that evolves as time goes by. Okay. So, how long are these cheeses aged? What is it? How long is the process? It really depends on the cheese. Uh, some of the harder cheeses obviously age longer. Uh, a Conte can age anywhere from 24 to 36 months, and you know the older it, the older it gets. Uh, is there a standard then? So it has to be nine months. I think the standard AOP? is eight months eight for months. Uh, yeah okay. for a standard AOP. But then as it could go as far as 36. Now, do they have different levels of? Is it a reserve or extra eight ores? What are that um, <laughs> extra ores or what are they called? Yeah, I think these are. You know, it depends on the customer really. Uh, these things are aged. Uh, the wheels are aged in many times old forts that date back to the Napoleonic era. Okay. And so depending on the customer, the customers can reserve wheels in advance and so they could age them for as long as they'd like because maybe they, they're serving it at a restaurant which is of a higher quality or other stuff is going to supermarkets or it's going to etc. So it really depends on the customer. But as it ages, obviously all cheese loses moisture and it becomes uh, more brittle, the flavors change, the aromas change, so it really depends on your taste. Okay, and uh, when, when I'm thinking of all these cheeses, um, the, the typical pairing is just light crackers and baguettes, of course. Um, I see some fruits here on the cheese boards, which makes sense, and uh, the fruits are in season. Uh, do you have a, a special pairing for each particular cheese? Do you think like the Briat Saran goes well with the fig, or does it go well with quince jam, or what, what are the, the proper accompaniments or accoutrements for these cheeses? Yeah, definitely I think uh, you know you want a vessel to be able to bring it up to your mouth and crackers are a great way to, to go about it. We have today a very thin wafer-like plain cracker that's not going to uh, affect the taste of the cheese. You could also use a slight uh, sliced fruit like uh, slices of apple, pear, uh, there's also dried fruit uh, that exists in the market that is shaped like a cracker where you can place it on that. So in reality, there's a, there's a lot of different options. Uh, as far as um, sweet, you can go with fruit, you can go with chutneys, you can go with jams. It really depends on, um, on what your, your taste is. There's no wrong or right answer. And when are the French actually eating this, these cheeses? This is sort of an aperitif or uh, an appetizer, or is this sort of a, a midday break? I mean, is it, actually, it comes after the meal, right? I've been right. to France, and I know that the, the cheese cart comes over, and it's just overflowing with these beautiful cheeses. Yeah, that's right. Traditionally in France, it used to it would come after towards the end of the meal, so right before, let's say, a plain green salad and before dessert that's and coffee. Right. They serve the salad. So, yeah, it's served with salad. Um, today, you know, things have evolved and changed. I think uh, a lot of French people are eating cheese as a snacks. It's a nutritious snack that um, that that people are eating more and more here in the U.S. It's more of a uh, of an aperitif moment. Uh, it's served in the beginning of a meal when you're hosting or or a lot of snacking as well. Mm. Well, I'm trying the Saint-Acteur. Mm. And uh, usually I'm sipping wine, but today I'm uh, enjoying some great cheese. Au natural. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very firm. Very meaty. Creamy. Earthy. Yeah. Um, it's hard to describe. We don't really have a cheese like that in America. 
uh, lovely, very mild, mm -hmm. kind of nutty. Mm. And how old, how long is the uh, Sun Hectare aged? About nine uh, months? About, yeah, I would say probably nine to 12 months. Excellent. Speaking with Charles Duke, who is the uh, managing director of the French Dairy Board, and he's uh, promoting French cheeses here in Seattle, down at Olive 8 here today. And uh, lucky me, I've got five cheeses, and we don't have any wine, though. I think we're, uh, we're lacking something there. Well, I've tried the uh, Briat Severin. I've tried the Saint-Hectaire. Um, what's next, the uh, Comte? Right, the Conte is next. So these are very large uh, wheels of cheese that are approximately 88 pounds. And as we touched briefly on those, they're usually aged between 8 to 36 months. Uh, this is a nice firm cheese. It's very nutty. Uh, it melts well. It's, uh, it's pretty much a standard in, in, in France. It's the biggest seller in, in France as far as a, really? a, a PDO. And they use this in sandwiches. Uh, they use it in French onion soup. They use it in um, a variety of ways in fondue. Mm. Yeah, this is a, a great right. cheese. Delicious. This is, a, this is a really hearty cheese. Yeah. Um, it's creamy, but it's firm. Um, very satisfying. Yes. Where is this cheese um, in, in terms of the area of France? Where is it from? This would be the Jura Mountains. Oh, the Jura. Yeah. Mmm. I love it. Well, folks, when we come back from this break, I've got two more cheeses and a lot of crackers to enjoy. So I invite you to stick around as we speak more with uh, Charles Duke, who is the managing director of the French Dairy Board. And we're trying some great cheeses in downtown Seattle, right here on Happy Hour Radio. Okay, good.